Entertainment Weekly. The uh, week in geek, as it were. I am actually alone in the studio right now because Andy is at home with bronchitis, not coronavirus. And Corey is off doing a tech scout for some cool stuff we're doing. But, as always, I am with Ash. And we also have a very special guest, the one and only Rob Paulson. How you guys doing? Hi. Hey. Great. Thanks for joining us. It's uh, It's been an interesting week around the world, to say the least. That's for sure. That's that's putting it mildly. Yeah, are you guys uh, feeling any of the effects uh, of anything going on over your your way out the west? Definitely. I mean, everything's closing. Uh, I mean, uh, fortunately, there is a bit uh, still at least some sense of normalcy when you go outside. Like I stopped by Starbucks yesterday, and I was surprised by how many people were there at about three p.m. Uh, it was about <laughs> half full. People are hanging out and talking, and yeah. you know it's a little comforting to see, which is funny because a lot of the time people annoy me. But <laughs> during during times like this, it's like kind of nice to see people out and about, and you know it, it it doesn't look like the zombie apocalypse just happened. Yeah, no, I mean I will tell you this though: driving into work this morning was great. There was no traffic; like there was, it was very bet. mild mild traffic. I got here in like 15 minutes. It's great, uh, but yeah, no, no one's ever going to stop going to Starbucks. That's just America. Exactly. Didn't Starbucks uh, yesterday? I heard that they're going to talk about um, curtailing, like the bigger ones that have places for people to hang out. That they're yeah, going to they're going to do something about social distancing, and and I guess yeah. they're going to maybe close a few stores. They haven't indicated they're just going to close, but they're going to close maybe certain stores that aren't set up well for keeping distance from people. I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, some of the stuff right. I've been seeing in regards to like what Italy's doing is they're like, if you're in public, you have to legally have to keep like a three feet window. Um, right. There's like a handful of restrictions. I mean, in China, in Wuhan, they like shut everything down. I mean, that's why they're starting to kind of get a little past it now. I um, know. We, we heard something this morning about <clears throat> that there are problems or there could be problems with, uh, condos and apartments because often the construction allows them to share ducting and all of that stuff and i'm like oh my god i I, and i'm not flipping out i'm just trying to figure out how many i don't know a billion people live in apartments around the world yeah how many yeah it's i I lived in one for over 10 years of my life in la I, i i i don't know yeah, it's just pretty oh, yeah. remarkable. And I think m- most of us, the people I know, seem to be pretty level-headed. I don't know anybody personally who's flipped out at the grocery store, you know, or, or, or shot somebody over a, a <laughs> bounty or, uh, I mean, just wait. Yeah, yeah, we, we haven't reached um, Popeye's chicken sandwich levels of madness yet. That's you, true. You I, know, I, Ian, by by this time next week, <clears throat> it'll just be the two of us sitting here, and I'll be telling you, you know, Ian, we really are the last of us. That's right. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. I'm going to call Troy right now. I know. I'm sure he'll really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. He appreciated that. I'm actually changing my stage name to Coronavirus. I thought it, <laughs> it's, it's timely. It, it'll uh, it's definitely world, stick out. World, everybody knows it around the world. I've already had, I've got incredible PR. And uh, I distance myself socially just by not flossing. I, <laughs> it's so it's I, pretty crazy, though, because, like, I was actually with uh, – I, I had dinner with you and, and Mom uh, a couple of days ago, and we watched uh, Outbreak. Oh, yeah. of course, I watched Outbreak crazy. a couple of days ago, too. It's so good. <clears throat> I love that. It's just so weird because, like, you know, between that and something like The Last of Us, it's pretty – 
visceral we're going through right now. And it's like, you know, thankfully, coronavirus isn't super lethal and turning people into zombies or whatever. But, you know, imagine if this was a true pandemic in the sense that it was really a, a, a lethal virus. I mean, that would be for everybody. That would, I mean... It's oh, weird how close we are to that situation. We were uh, sort of half laughing or catching ourselves. I was kind of laughing, going, "Oh my god!" Because it was—it's a, a really—you can see how how movies uh, and and the 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 way they're constructed, the way they're presented, uh, changes um, um, yeah. generationally. Because yeah. it was really quite campy. However, I've caught myself going, "Oh my god, this is so." Wait a minute. How silly is this? Because it, yeah. it was not too far from what's happening now, and it was scripted, and it was campy, but it was pretty goddamn on the money in terms of yeah. what's happening now. And the National Guard is at a few spots around the country to facilitate the stuff that's going on. So, you know, I'm not riding with Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding in a helicopter, but... Who knows what's going to happen by the end of the day? It's pretty weird. No, it's true. And it seems the situation is fluctuating every 24 hours. It's actually kind of crazy. When we were recording Let the Wookiee Win on Wednesday, um, we were, you know, it came up. I, I made a post about, you know, like calling it the Kung Flu and all these things. And I was talking to my co-host about Kung it. Flu. And, um, and he was basically just like... We were talking about something, and it led to us going, well, it'd be, we hope Tom Hanks doesn't get the coronavirus. Literally three hours later, <laughs> I get a message what? from, yeah, I get a message from Corey with the post that Tom Hanks made. No, it was the craziest thing ever. Like, yeah, it was. I'm going to ask you about the lottery. That's, well, that's, a, that's incredible. Well, so it's happened a few times now. It's actually Jay and I were talking about how weird it is that we seem to keep saying these things that happen, and we don't think we can use it for personal gain because he tried to do that a couple weeks ago and mentioned something about winning the lottery, and he clearly, Jay, did not win the lottery. Um, but we're going to test that a little bit more next week and see what we can get away with with our powers. I think it's like yeah. a reverse Hancock. You know, it's the movie Hancock where like him and Charlie stay and they get closer, they lose their powers. I think it's the reverse. Oh, yeah. Jay and I get closer and our powers... <laughs> grow but we can't control it so we'll find uh, out but yeah it was really weird really really weird well it's there and, and ash's wife is a um works in the la unified school district and they just shut that down for two weeks starting tomorrow but or today monday uh starting monday and you know and she also she's in the heavily invested in the trance music scene out here and uh that's you know all those events that we are going to go through this weekend those have been shut down at local clubs and you know we're crossing our fingers we go to a trance festival in uh, the netherlands every june at the end of, at the end of june called uh, luminosity and we're just crossing our fingers that that doesn't get canceled too <clears throat> we're not really sure when it ends you know i I always look forward to the uh, Evo World Championship Series in August, every uh, every August in Vegas, all the big fighting game world championships. And, and cross my fingers, those don't get canceled. It just right. seems like did, everything. Didn't they cancel E3? Yeah, E3 they did. got canceled. That, um, that I'm kind of okay with just because of, and I'm well, sure. not what it used to uh, be. I'm sure you both kind of know. Well, not only that, but I was one of those 4,000 media who got doxxed last year by the ESA. Uh, and I, oh, so yeah, I still don't I trust them with my information because, you know. Yeah. That was a scary time for me, for me and my wife. Like, we got creepy, I got creepy calls, you know. Well, they're, you know, basically when the ESA doxed us, everyone's personal info went straight to people like 4chan and Kiwi Farms, you know, the Gamergate type people who hate people like me. Really scary stuff. Yeah. So I was actually kind of okay with E3 being canceled just because I didn't want to give them my info again. No, that's that's totally fair. Who the hell is 4chan? 
Oh, it's better that you don't know. Trust me, you're better yeah, off. Yeah, not, yeah, you're better I mean, off if you really, knowing. if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, just Google 4chan yeah. and you know, yeah, like let Wheel me know how that goes for you. Yeah, like Wheel of 4chan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 4chan, 8chan, Kiwi Farms, any of those. It's uh, okay. it's basically a place people can gather online and rat on people, troll on people, hate on people. It's it's the worst of the internet distilled into you know a single website. I as I am the much elder statesman of the three these three amigos. I I uh, I continue to sort of um, try to be that the person who understands that with this incredible gift of stupendous amounts of information that is changing daily because you've got to, folks who are listening and watching have to remember that you're talking to a guy who's grown up since you know at the beginning of the i mean i went through i, I was alive during a cuban missile crisis which most of you probably don't <laughs> know that much about and the mercury program to the fact that we now have a guy like uh, elon musk who if i have the money before the end of my life i'll be able to travel around the earth in space it's right. incredible to have yeah. seen what i've seen just in my time on this earth but in terms of, of all this information that's available, there are definitely, and what you're describing with respect to 4chan and, you know, the Russian trolling and all that, it's, it's so obvious that along with this comes a certain personal responsibility to at least kind of vet on the fly. Because oh, yeah. It's crazy fucking information. It, it, and like a lot of people don't. Information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of well, information. And, 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 yeah. That's, I don't I just know wanna... how because people people who are predisposed yeah. to being influenced by madness have utter access via their phones to all this crazy talk. Yeah, and to other people who will in will who will you know will engage in their madness. Exactly. And it's... Will fuel that fire. Oh, without one thing I really. One thing I really like about being part of the generation I am that that my wife calls we're both part of the same generation that she calls exennials, which is you know Gen <laughs> X and millennials together because we you know we existed both before and after the internet, so right. we know yeah. and we didn't we remember what it was like not to have the internet and but so we can appreciate it more. We didn't just grow up with all this information at our fingertips. You know, I remember having to go to the library. I remember having to look up you know encyclopedia whatever man in Carta. You know, well, it's so I, the uh, also just from the troll thing, like, here we go. And I mean that and I have to use the phrase because it's appropriate. When I was a kid, if somebody had spread a rumor about my girlfriend, my mother, my gay bro, whatever, you find him and you punch him in the mouth <laughs> or you, you know, you you talk to him about it before you punch him, whatever. I mean, it's not like don't get me wrong. I am. A former hockey player, but not a violent person at all. However, now you can say things like like Ash is talking about and, and, and really educated me about Gamergate. Say the most vile, horrible things about people with utter impunity, yeah. so that they and know they them, get away they? with it. So yeah. that if Ash says you've been saying what about my wife, they'll never confront him at Comic Con and say I just want to tell you what I think of your wife because Ash will break him in half. Yeah, and. And, but they but they pull this shit and they're utter cowards. Yeah, it's the I, wall. I, of, it's the wall. And of, um, what's they'll, the word I'm looking yeah. for? It's like the the wall of um, anonymity. There we yeah. go. I said it. Um, no, yeah. But when people feel like they're not being watched, they'll say a lot more things. Oh my god! It's, it's, it's yeah. and I now I understand why people. And I have been really good, really good. I used to engage 
because I said, what, you, what the hell are you talking about? Don't talk about him or her or me or anybody. Like, what the? And then it got worse, and I finally learned my lesson. Oh, yeah, they push, they push I back. I don't engage in politics. I don't. And if somebody says things to me online about certain people, I give them a warning. I, I'm not, I'm a true First Amendment person, but I also know that there are uh, places where, the, where certain behavior is inappropriate. So I give people a chance and say, look, don't talk about so-and-so that way. Or if you're going to do it, do it on your own page. If they keep it up, I block them. I don't engage them. Yeah. I there's no Because it's impossible. Yeah. But there is a part of me, that's when the, the hockey player comes out and you want to go, dude, don't talk about. Of course. Uh, are you kidding me? And I just, I, I, it blows my mind as an older person when Ash or you, Ian, or other people, uh, you know, expose me to the things that I look at and I go, oh my God, how can they say such awful, vile things in this era in which we're all supposed to be so socially aware? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, oh my God. It is amazing the kind of info that gets passed around out there, like it's like it's tr uh, you know just straight truth. Yeah. Like Ian, for example, the yeah. first news oh, bit yeah. on your well, run. The funny here. thing is, this is true. That's the ridiculous part about this. Right, yeah. As, and, and we, I told you guys this was gonna be the first thing last night, but like the so, France tells citizens cocaine cannot protect against coronavirus. <laughs> Seriously, they had to do this. The French government has warned its citizens they cannot use cocaine to protect themselves from the coronavirus. No, cocaine does not protect against COVID-19, the official yeah. advice from France's Ministry of Solidarity and Health. Yeah. So that I love it. Right. So you have to tell me that I am not supposed to uh, snort the white powder well, because it uh, helped me not to get COVID-19. Don't help. I can't say 19 en français, so I'm saying it's like a <laughs> That's crazy. I well, don't feel sick. What I want to know is, is what happened to get to the point where the government thought that, you know, we need to put out a public release that yeah, is telling people right. that cocaine cannot protect against this. Like, what? Uh, well, and, and as I mentioned to you, too, uh, earlier, Ian, that comes hot on, hot on the heels of, you know, uh, Corona beers sales uh, yeah. declining precipitously because there is a certain segment of really smart Americans out there yeah. who actually believe that Corona beer is linked to, to coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, and what uh, that makes me so happy because it gets something just... to talk about, but how does it, what is the, what is the proof? What is the proof of that? Oh, there's not. Yeah. There's none whatsoever. You don't need any. No, it's just, it's, no but yeah. But to that point, like the, the I was name. telling you guys last night, okay. there's a liquor store down the street for me that on top of the cases of Corona, they had rolls of toilet paper. And they're like, if you buy some Corona, we'll give you toilet paper. Like, that's no, she, seriously a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's seriously a thing that literally down the street from me. Was, I was well, trying so hard not to laugh. You know, when Ash, right? was, this is probably before you were born, Ian, but when Ash was a little boy and the AIDS epidemic uh, happened, um, there was a weight loss candy for years when I was growing up called AIDS, only it was A-Y, I think it was A-Y-D-S. And they called, you know, the commercials were for the AIDS reducing plan. And I recall that that whole company was like, can you call it something else? Because we're going, and it was completely put out of business. Now, it would have probably been anyway, because it was a novel way to curb your appetite. Mm. However, in my lifetime, I've had experience like that, where you kind of go, wow. And Corona, Corona beer, that's like cool yeah. out here. That's just, 
Now, I mean, there are other reasons not to drink Corona. It, yeah. it tastes like piss. I just but personally don't drink Corona don't like anyway. It, You're not going to get coronavirus, though. No, no, definitely yeah. not. It's just, it's insane what's being affected by all this. I mean, you you have all of these, like, movies premieres getting pushed back. I mean, like, poor New Mutants. Yeah. Freaking New Mutants has had, like, the longest road ever to get to release. That just got pushed back. Mulan got pushed which, which, back. I'm sorry, which movie? New Mutants. Um, which was, it was a movie, an X-Men film that Fox was working on for oh. years, and they shot it, and then nothing happened with it. It was supposed to come out like two years ago now, and then Disney bought what? it, and yeah, and Disney bought it, and everyone was like, what's going to go on with it? And they finally set a release date uh, for the third time, and now it's delayed again. But it's not just that. I mean, you have Mul- the moon, that the new Mulan got delayed. Um, yeah. Some, some movie named Antlers that I've never heard of before. Right. Um, and these aren't even the worst casualties. No, uh, you got uh, fa- the Fast uh, I just found out yesterday that Fast 9 got delayed to a next whole year. year a, an entire year, which is funny because about three days ago, Vin Diesel was like, no, we're going to do this still. And I was really like, okay, not even coronavirus could take down the Fast and Furious franchise. But uh-huh. clearly... And that hurts because I'm such a huge Fast and Furious fan. I was so excited. Same thing with No Time to Die. I'm like the uh, biggest fan oh, of Daniel Craig's Bond. Bond fan. That was, and that's his last one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so now it's from April to November. So, yeah. you know, it's... I understand yeah. the caution. I understand, like, wanting to not have oh, a bunch totally. of people in a room. But, you know, it's not just the movies. You have, like, Universal Studios closed. You have Disneyland oh, yeah. closed, which I understand completely. I get it. You know, large yeah. amounts of gatherings. That's what everyone keeps banning. Gatherings above 65 well, people. Gatherings above 100 people. Like, I get it. Yeah. And, um, and I, I mean, you know, Ian and I are both major sports fans. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to calculate how much money and, and person hours working when you shut down the NBA and the NHL yeah. and you move spring, you kind of cancel spring training. Right. I mean, you have yeah. the employees in the arena, the people in the organization in general. Yeah. How many people work at C- Little Caesars Arena? So many. Ian. So many. Yeah. <laughs> Well, plus you got to think there's know. the restaurants connected to it, and and that you know you got to think like the people who are attached to the people who work there, like their families, and like needing to pay yeah. for things. And this is really it's it's the terrifying thing to me isn't the virus, it's the right. the effects that this is going to have financially on a global yeah. scale. Like there is a very good chance oh, six yeah. months from now we see a very different world order, which is kind of terrifying. Good. Yeah, it is, and I think a lot of people are feeling exactly the same way. It's um, yeah. Uh, somebody was saying, Tom Ruger, the guy who created Animaniacs, was was uh, talking yesterday about his wife was at the grocery store and she saw people flipping out, uh, like an older woman just loading her cart with stuff in tears. Didn't uh, you know? Didn't quite know what she needed. And and the bottom line is that people are are doing exactly that. They're like, I don't know if I need this. I don't know if I. It, it, it's and of course. There doesn't seem to be anybody who's able to calm, say, look, we have to take breaks. <laughs> That's but, for sure. But we've got nobody who's saying, here's what's going on. It is a serious circumstance. It is, we'll get through it. But like Ian said, it's going to be a little bit life-changing, at least pretty draconian in the short term. Mm-hmm. And in the long term, it may, there may be some long-term effects, but you don't need to go out and hoard all the salt no, you can get. Definitely not. Well, you got to think whatever the, the, buy, the stock you know. market drops a thousand points. I mean, I don't have any stocks. I'm not affected by that, really, directly. I know indirectly there's a whole, we could have a whole show talking about the way that affects everyone and everything, but directly, I don't, I didn't lose a bunch of money yesterday. I didn't lose a bunch of money today. I already had no money in the first place. So that didn't change, you know. 
so it's things like that that you know it's it's very much uh what's going on right now in the country you know you have older yeah. generation and younger generation well, okay, what? it would seem to me that this would be a boon for video games because if people are going to be at home or online gamers and they're not going anywhere and they don't go to work does that make sense to you guys that you'd see an uptick oh, in the players? Um, like, not just games. Online? Definitely. Not just games. In fact, I was telling Ash this yesterday. Yesterday, I had so many phone calls from people being like, oh, you guys have streaming services. You know, we want to stream our classes because we can't have people come in. We, we want to do this. We want to do this. It's kind of a weird windfall in our direction mm -hmm. in regards to well, streaming. Um, you know, that's the great thing about capitalism. It's somebody, if you're a hand sanitizer manufacturer right now, oh, yeah. you are. Oh, yeah. And where do I pile my money? So there will be people, and that's what I love about free enterprise. Forgive me for starting a soapbox, but I no. love that because in this circumstance, there will be somebody who will come up with either, you know, like a, a vaccine or something, and there will be a, a, a financial and altruistic side, mm -hmm. which will help people and make the people who help the people a lot of money. Good for them. Absolutely. Right. I will say though it goes both ways for games. While you know, while okay, digital right. sales are invariably going to go up, and there are going to be a lot more people playing a lot more, a lot more often digitally, um, the you know, like any any other industry, the supply chains. This mm -hmm. is just absolutely screwing right. supply chains. I mean, so many mm -hmm. of the games we play, or at least parts of them, are developed in China, and you know. I think Microsoft and Sony has to be really sweating right about right about oh, now because yeah. next gen for them is supposed mm -hmm. to start this November. Oh, you know, this the is PlayStation totally going to set off the and Xbox Series X. Well, assumed to be around November, but it was supposed mm -hmm. to be this holiday, but it's usually November. So that means PS5 and Xbox Series X. They're both supposed to come out this wow. November, yeah. but depending on how long this goes on, they might have to push right. their next gen launch, console launches to next year to say nothing of what this you know means for nintendo in terms of what they're going to be announcing throughout yeah. the rest of the year and actually we just found out that a nintendo of america employee tested positive for coronavirus and so they've been quarantined any employees in contact with them have been quarantined you know this is already starting to have trickle-down effects in gaming oh, yeah. that are negative you know to counter the positive of digital sales going up oh absolutely it's Across crazy the board. I mean, you have yeah. like, you know, E3, you were talking about how it got canceled. Now you have Xbox doing their digital event. So it seems like they're kind right. of trucking forward. But you had Warner Brothers, who was going to make their very first appearance at E3. That isn't right. happening anymore. Hmm? Well, as far as I know, all our, the recording stuff that I do has not been canceled. It's been um, limited to each actor by themselves. Mm -hmm. They would prefer not to have other actors working with each other for obvious reasons at the, at the present. Absolutely. Um, but they've uh, all the recording studios are essentially a skeleton crew, and as of today, on Friday, I've been told that my sessions next week have not been canceled. But it is just going to be me. I go in, do my thing, and then I leave. Yeah, um, that's kind of what we're doing. By here. Monday, by Monday, that may well go away. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty weird that humans are going to have to revert to stuff that none of us are used to. And I think a lot of it. Don't you think that a lot of it is just. I, again, it sounds silly, but what we're used to, because clearly for hundreds of years before you and I got here, people, a big deal was listening to the radio. Right. For, my, for his mm -hmm. grandparents, was listening to the radio, not going out. Maybe going out was a special occasion, but yeah. Um, wow, this is, yeah, it's way, way different. Yeah, it's going to be interesting I mean, yeah. when it all clears out, too, like 
will there be a boom in business? How is that going to work with all the people who haven't been working and not really be getting paid and all that stuff? Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, we're, we're trying to figure that kind of stuff out around here in regards to, you know, we have the streaming platform. How can we help? And hopefully in the very near future, we'll have some announcements about that. Um, yeah. But no, I, I think there's there's people in certain positions who have the ability to use what they have at their disposal to help people. And I think it's really going to show what kind of country we are and how people come together, if they come together, and how it separates us and how it keeps us apart and how that all affects us socially. But, you know, at the end of the day, what's it's really not what's going on right now. It's what's going to happen in the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Um, we're just at the start of this thing. It's kind of, uh, yeah. it's interesting. It's very interesting. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying is one of the words, but it's interesting, I think, as well. I've never experienced anything like this. Not. That, I don't think anyone really has yet. Um, yeah, I mean, I sure haven't. I mean, I, you know, I already feel the effects in terms of, and of course, it, it affects way more than me, and it's, you know, first world problems, but... You know, I enjoy going out, you know, at least with my wife to like trance events. I enjoy going to local, you know, clubs and, you know, being with her and, and dancing and, I, you know, or just going out in general. And it's, you know, not that we're being forced to self-quarantine. We're not on lockdown. But, you know, when when the prevailing wisdom is that stay home as much as you can, it really, you know, it has a chilling effect on just on your mental state. Just oh, like, man, yeah. this really. Exactly. You know, it's oh, just yeah. this sucks. And it's but affecting again, everyone from small local restaurants yeah. all the way up. I mean, Disney, you know, you have all the shows that are being on for Disney Plus right now. They're out of production. Um, right. A lot of their movies are getting pushed back. You know, movie theaters are closing. Um, yeah. This is getting. They were already having a tough time. Yeah, no, exactly. They were already kind of having a tough time. So this is, like I said, it's going to shift everything because you're going to have new industries created. You're going to have old industries that were staples be gone. You're going to have. It's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, you know, it's 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 funny. We talk about this. This show is the Weekend Geek, and it just does. It almost doesn't feel right to talk about certain things because of what's going on. But at the same time, I feel like by doing that, it's disrupting the at least the some semblance of normality that everyone has in their lives. I think that is a very astute yeah. observation. I, you know, the three of us are in the entertainment business, and this business, however you want to, whatever you want to, pardon me, whatever aspect of it, video games, movies, music, has always, if not flourished, been a really important part of people getting through the worst of human circumstances, whether it's war or, in this case, um, the issue with the virus. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a really big deal to, for people to have an escape. Um, there have never been more opportunities to that, to do that than there are now mm -hmm. to do it on streaming platforms like Netflix, video games. Um, I listen to music that my ear can't discern even how good it is with my Apple watch. <laughs> yeah. I listen to the be music that blows my mind in terms of its fidelity. So in terms of the opportunity to, to get away from it. We've never had more of it. And entertainment has always been yeah. an enormous part. When During the Second World War, at the movie theater, you go to the, and they would, you know, the movie stars would come on and Clark Gable would talk about everybody pulling together and you got to buy war right. bonds, all in this together. And I think that that'll happen now. The fact that Tom Hanks uh, and now uh, President Trudeau, or rather um, Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada, his wife has tested positive. That puts a really human face on the fact that this is utterly uh, a, a, a non, um, 
um, this not uh, it, it doesn't it, discriminate. It doesn't discriminate, right? Yeah, and that's an important part of this because it's not about the rich people being able to to steal themselves from it. You know, right? Well, and that's so, one thing I really liked. I don't know if you guys saw. And you know, I don't want to get too political, of course, but I really, really, really liked Joe Biden's uh, uh, address he made on coronavirus yeah, because. That. One of the things he said was he just said this this virus doesn't care if you are a Democrat or Republican and independent doesn't care what race you are, what gender you are, what anything you are. This if you're rich or poor, this is going to affect us all equally. And and we have to not lean back on our xenophobia and, you know, call it the Chinese coronavirus or the you know, this is going to affect us all regardless. And it was so nice to have someone you know, someone say something measured and intelligent and and reasonable about that, because, you know, I've, I've, I see that. I mean, you go on Twitter and you see people calling it the Chinese virus and, the you know, and it's like you're making me feel really bad over so, here for calling it the Kung flu. Well, yeah, but that's but that you, but you're doing it for it's you know, you didn't come up with that. No, I did not. Silly. Let's make that very clear. Yeah, I saw it on not, a meme and thought it was funny. Thing. Yeah. Make that very but clear. What, but, the yeah. Kung flu? Yeah, the Kung, the kung flu. flu. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. was Kung flu like fighting. That. You know. Um, yeah. I did not just make it better by doing that. I'm not <laughs> helping my case at all over here. Um, but no, I, mean, I, yeah. I got to say, I, I do appreciate that Tom Hanks, you know, we have, a, we have a tendency, especially in America, to deify movie stars just for, just for being movie stars and, and like, place them on a pedestal like they're better or above all this. And good for Tom Hanks for coming out and saying, hey, my wife and I both have it. We're yeah. not special. This hit. This hits the rich just as much as I, yeah. Leave it to Tom Hanks to be the, the voice poor. of reason. Just that is a t- deeply responsible thing. I think yeah. he and his wife did, which speaks to the to their integrity and the fact that it does. It makes a lot of people, me included, go, hmm. Well, you know what? We got to pay attention to this because if anybody's going to have the best of the best of whatever they need, it's a guy like Tom Hanks. Absolutely. And, and I know that that's a great example, Ash. And I. I just love the fact, though, that people can be can also share their joy during a really tough situation with the things that entertain them mm-hmm. and expose yeah. themselves to probably poor choice of words, expose <laughs> themselves to uh, to new games, new music. Watch. Movies. No, it's true. Oh, I mean, before. think about it. How many people probably watched Outbreak because it was trending on Netflix that they've never seen it before? How about that? How right. about that? It, it's great. I, I, I love that there can be some, and, and we know there are going to be people who are going to be having Corona virus parties. You know, they'll just say, hey, look, and I can get Corona for a nickel a bottle or whatever. Yeah. Because nobody wants it. All right. Somebody at Corona will find a way in, in the, uh, you know, in their, in their advertising the company that handles their advertising and PR to turn this into lemonade, you know? And well, yeah. Because you know they're, they're, they can appeal to people out there who are smart enough to know that Corona beer has nothing to do with the virus. Totally. Yeah. So why not have a Corona virus party online? Whatever. Clink your glass. I mean, it, the, your points are all well made, and I, and I I still I'm always my default mechanism is humor always because I gotta I gotta find a way to make some sense of all this madness. And I and I'm one of the I and Ash's mom. We're we're lucky. We have a, n- a nice home. We have a place to hole up, you know. Um, I I just oh my god the the yeah, fact yeah. that people live from paycheck to paycheck and they're 
job stops, you got to find something to laugh about or you'll kill yourself. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I'm, I'm only halfway through digging the moat around my house. Only halfway. <laughs> yeah, right. But there I'm going gonna, gonna gonna to finish go the rest. Yourself, take all your resources, go buy yourself a backhoe, and you can be... Uh, <laughs> I already have Ian a backhoe. Ben, Ian Benzman's Moats R Us. <laughs> nice. Well, I you like know what? that. And that's why we can supplement the economy by paying people to build my moat. There we go. Perfect. We'll just put moats around everyone's house, and that even whether they ask for it or not. And then, when the uh, when the uh, virus has gone away, or rather has been tamed, you can fill it in and call and say, "Would you like to be demoted?" (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a whole service. I will will demote you for ninety nine ninety five, or we'll fill it up with fruit punch. Either way, that's right. I've always wanted to swim in a big pool of something that isn't water, but. Well, that, I'll tell you what. Go live in Washington. <laughs> you know, you'll be a giant pool of something that isn't water well, and still not drain. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're not far from Flint, so it's not like the you know. Oh, the, I know. Isn't that heartbreaking? And yeah. you know what? The people in Flint got to be going. Are you right? Are you on top of everything Seriously. they've already been dealing yeah. with. Yeah. We can't yeah. literally use the water. We bathe in bottled water. That's my old home. I went to high school in Grand Blanc, and I, I don't even know how those those sweet people. Are thinking now we can't we can't even go by the water yeah that we yeah because no. we can't use the water that comes out yeah. of our, oh my no God. think about this i ordered food last night through doordash or um which doesn't pay for advertising but i use them um and they didn't have water bottles at the restaurant that i ordered from like it was it was kind of wild i mean i get it and i understand it but it was kind of wild i mean I feel like it's it should yes I understand people's fear about not going out and all that stuff but like you got to understand you're going to the grocery store to get you know tissues or whatever right and you're stocking up on them well you're taking all of them so basically half of the problem is that you're taking you know other people are going to be doing the like, sneezing and coughing and all that stuff and you're stocking up on everything you know right. I mean there's, it's not like you're going to need 30 bottles of uh, yeah. hand sanitizer and yeah. that is precisely what didn't happen during the Second World War, that people absolutely policed their own hoarding. Mm-hmm. They would say, no, you know what? We can't do this. We are all in this together. The only way to defeat Nazism is by the strongest country in the world to, to take pots and pans that we don't need, give them to the government, they'll melt them down and turn them into planes. Yeah. Or yeah. we need nylon for parachutes they didn't have nearly the technology we had and the, literally the country got together and deprived themselves of creature comforts to defeat nazism yeah that, that's a big deal so it's, the, it that, really shines a huge light on the generational divide because now we've got nazis in the streets mm-hmm. in america yeah. and that went right. not only that that would never happen today Let, let's yeah. just suppose for a moment we didn't have neo-nazism in america today we're still not the kind of country that would pull together to you know for the greater good we're in such a well that's half of the issue right now is the is is all of the different it's it's one of those double-edged swords the internet it is the world's information at our fingertips (laughs) but at the same time the amount of information and where it's coming from is so varying and you have these people who only follow specific websites and these other people only listen to these certain people so i think a lot of this hysteria and this panic is there is no one voice going hey guys look yeah it is bad we're not going to say it's not but it's literally not going to end the world so this is no. what you need to do to be precautious or you know all the what all the all the fancy words i was about to say but like 
you know, it's it literally is as simple as Googling coronavirus and going on to the World Health Organization .int and looking up information. It's that right. simple. And it but what's a, crazy you know, about it is that even even then, like uh, just the other day, the Cleveland Clinic came out and said, "Hey, we just developed a new test that uh, you know for coronavirus that returns results in eight hours instead yep. of a few days." Great. They posted on their Facebook immediately. There were, you know, trolls and Trumpers saying, oh, you guys are overreacting. Stop adding to the mass hysteria. Stop adding to the panic. They're telling the the second most respected hospital and health organization in America that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. No, like, it's insane. It's crazy. And the funny thing is, is those same people who are like, oh, there's no vaccine. There's no, you know, like all this stuff that's not do this, that's not do this. They're the people who aren't going to take the vaccine when yeah. there is one. It's kind of it's it's well, just, it's, it's kind of like Darwin. It's Darwin. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. Like you go ahead, don't take it. Please. No, we're we're gonna yeah. really find <laughs> out okay. if uh, Darwinism at its finest these next couple months. I mean, yeah. No, literally, yeah, I just uh, googled coronavirus. I'm on the WHO website. It says wash your hands frequently with two sentences on what to do. Maintain social distancing with three sentences on what to do. Avoid touching eyes, nose, and mouth, which I am very bad at. Um, and that's gonna be a I, thing. But I go, I walk up to people and touch them in their nose and mouth just because. Oh, <laughs> well, I do too. But you know, they always look at me and weirdly. Some like it. You probably get a little more away with it a little more than i do i have to imagine you know my fingers in your nose because i can exactly you, you see you do that and then you do that you get away with it i go up to someone yeah. and put my fingers in their nose they're gonna slap me or hit me or kick right. me in the nuts or yeah something. i don't quite get away with it either yeah no i don't think many of us could um but um but yeah you know practice respiratory hygiene make sure you and the people around you follow good respiratory hygiene this means covering your mouth and nose when you or your, uh, with your bent elbow or tissue when you cough or sneeze. That's something right. you should do already. A lot of these yeah, things right. are very standard health practices. Like when you go to the bathroom, wash your hands for 20 to 30 seconds properly. Like that's right. not brain surgery. And if people just really no. calm down for a second and realize that all you need to do to really, really stay out of the way of this oncoming truck is to be your normal level, well, what should be right. your normal level of health. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I, I don't blame, you know, I mean, we, we've got now WonderCon has been canceled. We don't yeah. know about Comic-Con yet. But, you know, on, on the best of days and the best of years, convention goers are gross. Yeah. So I don't no blame offense. all these people for just canceling all these shows, or whatever, so because. I'm so glad you brought that up, my boy, because I have found myself, I am a very uh, tactile person. And um, to the extent that anybody cares what the three of us say about that, that is absolutely true. I have to say, I love all these folks who go to the conventions. They are the kindest, sweetest people. I love the inclusivity of it. I love being part of it. I am a hugger. Yeah, same. Baker. I am all about that. Giant butt. I cannot tell you the number of times that I have seen people more than once at conventions and they are wearing the same clothes the first time I saw them as they are on day three. And they'll come up and say, Mr. Paulson, uh, could I just tell Pinky, you know, I want to say goodbye and give him a big hug? And I'll say, sure, nice to meet you. Goodbye. And they'll give me a hug, and I'm going, oh, Jesus. Yeah. You really should be in that suit. And I, 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 it's just good hygiene being around other people, folks. Mm. Whether you go to a basketball game yeah. or you know, goofball con in Regina, Manitoba, or, or Saskatchewan. Please, whoa! Clean yourself. Breaking news! Breaking news and right now! Right. 
breaking, breaking news. news. What's that? Disney just suspended all film production. What? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. How about that? Breaking news right here. That just, just happened. Um, wow. That's just insane. That How'd is, you like to... You know, this, on, on a somewhat Bob related note, this just makes me... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Bob Iger got out at the right time, didn't he? Well, no, he's still there. He actually, apparently, he's now in charge oh. of basically... Fix, quote unquote, fixing Disney Plus. Oh, from what I I've thought. Heard. Oh, I see. I thought he got out. No, okay, no. Well, so he's he, not CEO anymore, but he's still going to be chairman. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then the new guy, the the new CEO, is going. Oh man, okay. it's a small world after all. It's so small that we really talk about. You know, how's that for an interesting analogy? Oh, it's just live action, the by the way. So small that. Oh, just live action. Okay, but still. Yeah, but. I'll, still, I'm though, sure that's that huge. It'll, yeah, it'll just sooner or later, they'll just say, look, we're we got to shut everything down for now. Let's just mm-hmm. shut it down till it's dead and keep going. How about that? Wow. Yeah, huge. That's, that's just wild. I mean, so take a shower. Yeah. right. <laughs> yes. Right. Everyone stop yeah. working on your movies. Go take a shower. Um, yeah. But and I guess, uh, I mean, and, and to that point, I guess it's important to mention that it's not just convention goers. Like, I, oh, I no. went to a hockey game a, f- a couple of months ago with a buddy of mine, and I remember seeing people just coughing into the air. And it's, you know, so it, it's sports fans, it's convention goers, it's it's everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not just, con- it, it is any circumstance in which you have thousands and thousands of people. The thing about conventions, and I don't, and it's not just the conventions we go to, when you're over and over and over at E3 or the auto show, or yeah. whatever it is, man. If you're going to, I don't know. It used to be at Cobo Hall in Detroit, but if you go to the Still Cobo. auto show at Cobo Hall every day, like I would do at the LA Auto Show every day, you have to take crazy precautions. Don't just assume that you're just cleaning up yourself. You're mm-hmm. cleaning up yourself because you don't want to be a petri dish for the next person who took the proper precautions and they got sick because you didn't. Right. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. By the way, it's still at so, Kobo, but now it's called TCF Arena or something. Okay. Yeah, they have well, anyway, now. our point is well taken. <laughs> we all have to, Ian said it earlier and Ash reiterated it, and it's all about personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Please do that. It's just, I, I need to remind myself every day too. And it's just, it, it the tiniest little thing is though, as you guys said, Helps the other person, yeah, from mm-hmm. either not getting sick or getting their box of tissues. It doesn't. You don't have to be a genius to figure out that by you not hoarding, you're helping someone else keep their grandmother alive. Yep. It's really that simple. Yep. Oh, okay. Here we go. On top of that, um, DC Comics work from home starts Monday. All Warner Media staff worldwide encouraged to uh, to do that over coronavirus fears. Nintendo of America tells staff to self quarantine due to coronavirus. Uh, yep. Marvel Comics encouraging staff to work from home as the pandemic spreads. Um, it's just hitting everywhere now. Yeah. Woo. Well, I was told yesterday that Nickelodeon has got just a, a skeleton crew at their animation operation in Burbank is really big. Oh, yeah. No, and, I mean, you know, we're not Nickelodeon, but a good chunk of our morning over here was trying to figure out best practices for, our, you know, our family here, our, our employees, our, our, our coworkers, yeah. and all how that many stuff. Guys, how many folks do you have on staff over there again? Oh. Interns included between 15, 20, 21, 22. Wow. Yeah, maybe that's a lot. That's a large number. It's like 15 to 20 with interns. Well, I have I have people living in my head, and they're on staff in my office on my shoulders. 
Hey, I have like eight going on up here. I haven't heard from the ninth one in a while, but I think that's oh, okay. Good. He's the one who was telling me to do the bad things. That's right. The little. No, this is this is clever. I have. I feel like this is obvious. I should have thought of it. But number one uh, trending right now on Twitter, uh, at least for me, is Corona Apocalypse, which, in hindsight, is really obvious. That's okay. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's almost too obvious. Like I like. I don't know. Kung flu just kind of has a ring to me, and I thought it was. I'm I'm probably really just not helping myself over here. Um, I keep <laughs> saying it. I can't not say it. Apparently, um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's there's a little, huge lack of wordplay with this thing so far. Now that I think about it, usually the internet jumps on this stuff right away, but I don't know. I, yeah, I I I love wordplay. I love stuff like that. Yeah, and actually, I, Ash and I, I were saying that last I, night. I understand. Oh, yeah. You know, we have to be very careful not to be offensive, but I I find that stuff very clever. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of... Um, so, this might sound bad to some people, but I, I truly feel like no one's off-limits because if someone's off-limits, that's discrimination. And, it, and it's about how you present it. It's not about... It's about what you're saying and how it's presented and, and the intent behind it. And, and the context in which something is said. Obviously, I'm not going to walk out and say something really racist to someone randomly. But if I'm writing you know, a script or something and there's a character that you want people to know is inherently racist and the humor <clears> comes <throat> from the fact that what they're saying is so ass well, backwards, that's, that's ooh, a man, totally different you conversation. Got, you're preaching to the choir there. Mm-hmm. I did a show called uh, The Boondocks. Um, I did about, I don't know, seven or eight episodes of The Boondocks. And uh, Aaron Magruder who created that show was a comic strip first <clears throat> and Eric is an African-American guy. And of course, most of the cast was African-American. And I remember being at uh, a couple of episodes where I was playing a racist redneck, you know, t- and, and I had to scream the N word and I was really having a problem with it. My beautiful daughter-in-law is African, African-American now, but African by birth. And I, I've just never been of that ilk. Anyway, I remember the 1967 riots in Detroit. I'm, you know, I'm very sensitive to that as much as I can be mm-hmm. as a white guy. Oh, yeah. And Aaron, Aaron kept saying, no, no, man, you got to you got to scream that word. You N word. You why you damn. I, <laughs> she says, yeah, I couldn't have. Yeah. Oh, imagine being on a Tarantino set. I remember Aaron saying, you know, dude, you just really got to go for it. And it was very uncomfortable and it was one of those moments where i had to my job was something I, it, you know it wasn't like going into a burning building but it it was difficult for me to do that oh yeah i'm uh, sure just because my sensibilities were but it was exactly what you were talking about Ian. in the context of what the director wanted it made its point and the point was made because it was so difficult for me to do it just as a character right I mean, look at, look at, I took my cues from Mel Brooks. Look at Mel Brooks. All of his movies. Those are so not PC, but they are meant to shine a light on the ridiculousness of some of the things that people who say that kind of stuff say. You know, that's the entire point. It's exactly what, um, um, oh my God, I lost my train of thought, but uh, uh, the seven words you shouldn't say on. um, Oh, George Carlin. George Carlin, seven dirty words. Mm hmm. That was when I was in high school, and it was all about. And then before George Carlin, it was Lenny Bruce, and um, you know I, the the number of Jewish comedians 
it could go on forever who yeah. make fun of the Jews. Oh, yeah, that's that's our M.O. I mean, I, I joke yeah. all the time. I use my Judaism for business and comedy. Yeah. It's not really right. a joke, but whatever. Anyway, how isn't this great how this gets so insightful and philosophical? I love this. I love these kind of conversations. I, honestly, I wish I could have them more. I mean, because I, it's, it's, I feel like if more people had discussions like this, specifically who have opposing views, I feel like there would be a lot more common ground if people just sat and actually took in what other people were saying, regardless of whether you agree with them or not, and you think about it in context to how you think about something as opposed yeah. to... No, I'm right. I'm going to listen to you, but I'm right. Like, there's no right. possible chance in the world that I'm wrong. And and I feel like that's where a lot of, Amen. you know, at the core of it, that's where the separation happens. And that's where the things like this start to really show and affect things like coronavirus and how people are, react to that. Because yeah. at the core of it, the people who aren't freaking out are from a certain sect. You, the people who are freaking out are from a certain sect. And you have germaphobes like Howie Mandel who wear hazmat suits. And we all meet in between. And it's it's right. about how our ideologies conflict or go together like a puzzle piece and how that affects the social norms and reactions to things like this. Beautifully said. Yeah, totally agree. I, I love um, I love constructive thought. I love uh, opposing views. I love to learn. I don't mind being proven wrong. I I'm with you. I. I'm smart enough to know what I'm not smart at. Yep. And moreover, I'm I'm really willing to learn and change my mind. No, oh, absolutely. And I, I think that that's part of the glory of getting a bit older, because there are certain things that suck, and there are other things that kind of go, wow, this is great. I changed my way of thinking on this, and I'm glad I did. I I the fact if you guys can figure that out at a younger age, um, that's kind of what we hope for everyone. Absolutely. No, I will I'm say, at the risk of being controversial, I will say that there, I agree with you, <clears throat> but I think there is a certain line, at least for me, that I draw where I'm like, no, there's no middle ground. You're wrong. Okay. I'm, I, I I'm do right. You're wrong. I completely agree with you. Like, I think there are certain topics that people just need to freaking get with it, but other yeah. things I think are very much a discussion. Sure. Without question. You're right, Ash. You're absolutely right. There are things that are wrong. Literally, as we say, judging a book by its cover, racism. <laughs> If, you know, if I'm talking to somebody who's telling me that, yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm talking to somebody who's saying, oh, well, you know, people from this part of the world, their, you know, their IQ is actually lower. You know, it's true. I'm like, no, okay, there's a level here that's where it's like, you're just well, wrong, and I'm not going to find a middle ground with right. you. Right. No, there's but generalizations general, that yes. become stereotypes that are just wrong. Yeah. And you'll find often in my life, you'll find that bomb throwers, uh, political bomb throwers, are different leaves of the same tree. You know, I mm -hmm. whether they, um, you, you can find people right. on the political, especially in political talk, who are literally espousing the same sort of behavior mm -hmm. from the opposite side of the spectrum. People forget it's two sides <laughs> yeah. of the same coin. You know, like I, yeah. I, I, I surround myself with people who I hope tell me no. You know, I, one of my writing partners, Cole, I love working with him because he will straight point blank go, no, I think that sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, he's gotten a lot better at the, the creative criticism side of things. But I appreciate the right. honesty because I want to know if I'm saying something that's not working or doing something that's not working. You know, like you said, Rob, I don't know everything. I don't, right. There's no plausible way for anyone to know everything. If, if The way I see it, if Steven Spielberg himself can go, I'm still learning about filmmaking. 
Yeah. That anyone can still yeah. be learning about anything. And right. I yeah. can, you know, this might sound a little arrogant, but I can think I'm the smartest person in the room and know that I don't know more than everybody in the room. Yeah. Right. You know? It's not, no, it's true. It's, it's part of the genius of a guy, like, and I know this from personal experience, part of the genius of a man like Mr. Spielberg is knowing who to hire because he trusts their, that, he, that they know more than he about certain aspects of this business and turning them loose. Yeah. And, and trusting them. Absolutely. That's part of genius. No, he I... doesn't try to micromanage everything. Now, he knows it's his thumbprint and his name, which mm-hmm. is a powerful brand. And it's not unlike being the president. But when you, um, it's like Abraham Lincoln, what does he call it? A, a confederacy, confederacy of... Um, of um, Morons? <laughs> no, no, no. There was a book <laughs> called The Confederacy of Dunces, but he would surround it. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's point was that he would surround himself with people who did not agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people who didn't agree often with each other. And that, that he had to trust in his wisdom that he would make the right decision based on all of the information that was different. And it was he who was ultimately made the decision, but he purposely surrounded himself with people who had opposing views, often mm-hmm. um, diametrically yeah. opposing views. And he had to trust that it was he who would make the right decision. I don't only history determined whether that was the case, mm-hmm. but history is about context. And when you go back, you understand that the history, while it might have been appalling to us, it was the, the way it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had what he had, but he had the genius to surround himself with people who would say, don't agree with you, Mr. President, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And then he would say, wow, okay. But when it ultimately came to end, that the Civil War came to an end, he didn't go to Robert E. Lee and the Confederacy and kill them all. Nope. His first, his first um, communique to General Grant was, let them down easy, boys. Mm-hmm. Take their weapons and tell them to go home. That was it. No, Take their weapons that actually makes me um, think about kind of what the situation right now in regards to how are we going to look at this time in history five years from right. now, ten years from now. Right. You know, yeah. Exactly. You know, especially the last four years of politics that are in this never country. going to be okay. But there's an awful lot of it where you have to have the, the genius to know that you don't know it all mm-hmm. and trust your trust the people who do. Oh, yeah. No, and, without question. Without I think that's a big deal that you guys can learn that at a young age. Um, it's helped me already. I'm going into pitches and working with people who know way more about pitching a show than I. And if they feel that being my being attached to it can help the show, I am flattered and I want to move forward. But I don't go in there and say, okay, this is how it's going to be with your money. But, I mean, I, I'm totally yeah. in this, no, yeah. and I've told both of you this many times. Egos ruin everything. I don't care the yeah, context. Yeah. I don't care the industry. I don't care what you're working on, the team. Egos are, are where it all starts to fall apart, when people let yeah. their egos get in front of the work, and I have no time for that shit. No, that's, yeah. that's Ever. fair. You know, I I I will say I, I do think I have a good idea right now and then, but I literally don't get to do any of them without every single one of the people I work with. I mean, a couple of years ago when we started this whole thing, I kind of hit this roadblock and I was just like, I can't do more. I don't know more. I yeah. need someone. Right. And that's when we brought in RD at the time and, and 
without him coming in when he did, we wouldn't have propelled to where we are now. And then I, you, I could say that about right. so many people who are here. Like, we wouldn't be here if this person hadn't joined in and this person hadn't joined right? in. We hadn't hired this person. And, you know, like, like you know, no our, I, uh, we haven't had her on this show. We had her on Wookiee once. But Alana, like, she makes sure this place runs. Like, and without her, it doesn't. Like, it was, it's, you know, we can't do it without everyone. And it's, it's hey, really cool. You are so right. I have been directing a show for the last couple of years. and Man, have I learned a lot about, it's going to sound silly for an actor, but the genius of casting. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I go to work and I get cast or I don't. And then the people around me get cast and we're working together. But man, the number of times I've been at work directing Turtles and our casting director, Andrea Hennen, will bring an actor in who just utterly nails it. And I, and I know that they went through the same thing that I went through years ago to get a job. And I'll look at Andrea going, where did you find that person? Well, I blah, blah, blah. And I remember them from, I've never heard of them. And they are excellent. And it makes everybody better. The actor whom I've never heard of gets a shot and they're on their way. Andrea proves her worth. Well, she's a legend. Right? Not, we're, I'm not talking about and, Andrea Romano. Oh, different. There's about, another voice <laughs> casting director named right? Andrea? Okay. But Andrea Romano is a director, you know, extraordinary, who is a good friend in Aston met when he was six months old. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. But I, my point is that <clears throat> young casting person who does her job at a high level, and she gives a shot to a young actor whom I've never met, and the actor or actress is phenomenal with ten lines or six lines. Well, And I go, oh. God, that's fantastic. And now the actor is on their way and Andrea proves her worth every day. And it's not just it's not just casting a wide net. It's saying, oh, yeah, I remember that that wonderful woman who came in two years ago. She was completely wrong. But now she's really right. By the way, Rob, here's her name. And, Bob, you know, she's going to walk in. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm the director. And then the person leaves. And I said, Andrea, where did you find her? So, mm-hmm. so Rob, I, I, got, I got to cut you off. Unfortunately, we are at the end of our time. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're totally fine. Totally fine. I'm actually, you know, it's funny. We didn't talk about anything on the rundown besides France and cocaine, but I'm fine with that. I think um, this conversation was very, very insightful and could be very beneficial to anyone who listens. And, and Well, I, I I've just found it. another stage name. I had coronavirus. I've already had storm debris. And now it's Francis Cocaine. So <laughs> Nice. It's- Yes. All great stage names. Yes, that is fantastic. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. No, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And um, Ash, I'll chat with you later. And uh, everyone have a great rest of your week. I guess have a good weekend. Watch Let the Wookiee Win up next. Don't get Corona. Go get a a Corona (laughs) and enjoy the virus. Bye. Bye.